Welcome to the Sugar Switch Podcast, featuring Kathy Orman, health coach and author of The Sugar Switch. This is the number one short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast all about sugar and your health. You'll discover how to kick the sugar, eliminate cravings for good, completely reverse pre-diabetes, increase your energy, and lose weight, look good, and feel great. As well, you'll be empowered to reduce your risk for serious health issues. And now, here's your host, Kathy Orman. Hello and welcome. Today I'm going to talk about understanding food labels. And before I get started, I want to give a shout out to Candice, one of the members of our Facebook group, Sugar Switch with Kathy. I had a very nice conversation with Candice, asking her what she would like to have more information about. She indicated that food labels are very confusing and she'd like to be able to understand them better so she can make some wise choices when she's grocery shopping. Thank you, Candice, for the conversation and for requesting information about understanding food labels. I absolutely agree that it's important to understand how to read the label and make wise choices. I want to be very clear about this episode. I am not advocating using refined foods or packaged foods as a dietary lifestyle, especially since refined fine foods and sugar made me very ill at one point in my life. My recovery from that health crisis without medication led me to become passionate about consuming real nutrient-dense foods instead of refined sugars and refined foods. I teach people how to successfully switch out sugar and refined foods and switch in nutritious real foods for optimal health. Even with a nutrient-dense whole foods lifestyle, there can be times when you need to purchase a packaged food product. In that event, it's important to understand food labels so you can make wise choices. This episode is all about understanding food labels and making informed and wise choices for good health. Here's what I will cover in this episode. I'll talk about food labeling regulations because they may vary per country. We'll talk about foods with labels versus foods without labels. Then I'll talk about why understanding food labels is so important. And we'll talk about the marketing of refined food products, the ingredients list, confusing names of nutrients, and we'll get into hidden sugars a little bit. Then we'll talk about confusion of the ingredients list, the gray areas. And we'll talk about the nutrition facts table. Then finally, we'll talk about gluten-free products and related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. So let's get started with food labeling regulations how they may vary. The Sugar Switch podcast has a global reach, currently in more than 85 countries worldwide. I live in Canada, so the information in this episode will be based on North American standards and information primarily from Canada. The information in this episode may or may not be completely applicable in the country where you are because labeling standards and laws may vary in each country. Regardless, you will be able to learn the principles of understanding food labels and apply that knowledge to the food products available where you are. You will know what to look for on food labels and why you should pay attention to those particular things. In Canada, food labeling regulations changed in December 2016 and food manufacturers must implement the changes by December 14, 2021 within five years of the 2016 changes. Some food manufacturers started to make changes as early as 2017. Let's talk about foods with labels versus foods without labels. Generally, foods with labels are refined, processed, or manufactured foods. Foods without labels are unprocessed or minimally processed, whole foods or real foods that come from nature. Bulk food bins are required to have labels which tell you what is in the product. 
Food items that are freshly made, like bakery items, deli salads, cooked meats and cheeses, are not necessarily required to have labels on them. Yet, you can get the ingredient and nutritional information from the store that sells it, if you ask for it. Fresh whole produce, vegetables and fruits don't have food labels because they simply don't need them. They are not processed food and they have no added ingredients. They are only required to have the product name. Produce is generally separated into the categories of regular produce and organic produce and, unfortunately, the term organic can mean many different things even though there is a standardized set of regulations for organic. It's always preferable to buy whole nutrient-dense foods instead of highly refined sugary packaged foods. When grocery shopping, I believe at least three quarters of your shopping cart should contain whole foods, the type without a label. Evaluating the nutritional content and ingredients of any product takes time and patience because food manufacturers don't necessarily make the information easy for you to find or to read. Sometimes you have to look very carefully for it and it often involves reading the fine print. The more you read labels, the better your skills become and you will see that many of the products you thought were healthy are not really so healthy after all. You will start to see that most refined foods contain additives, chemicals, and added or hidden sugars, which will totally undermine your health. Let's talk about why understanding food labels is so important. I always encourage my clients to absolutely minimize or even avoid purchasing refined packaged foods and to buy whole nutrient-dense foods instead. That being said, there are times when you or I may need to purchase a food product that has been processed and comes in a package with a label. For me, I find that not all of the food products I need are available fresh, or perhaps I'm not able to make home-cooked version of a certain product. Two examples for me are coconut milk, I don't live anywhere near the tropics, and cooked tomatoes. I have never grown enough tomatoes to can them fresh from my garden in the summer. Here are six reasons why it's very important to understand food labels, including what to look for. Number one, to stand in your power and make conscious choices about what you need for your body to thrive on a daily basis. Number two, to avoid foods, additives, or any substances you are aware of that cause you adverse health reactions, such as gluten, lactose, or allergens. Number three, to avoid consuming nutritionally empty fake foods. Number four, to avoid food lookalikes that are loaded with toxins and chemicals that have been linked to serious health issues. Number five, to avoid consuming excessive amounts of refined sugars, which are hidden in almost all processed foods and beverages. Number six, the biggest reason why it's important to read food labels and understand them is your health matters. Your health is the biggest asset, the most valuable resource you will ever own, and you are the only one who can truly take care of it. Let's talk about the marketing of refined food products. It is necessary to understand and evaluate the nutritional content and ingredients by reading the fine print on the label. The information you're looking for is not always obvious, so you may have to look carefully for it. Food marketing companies use specific and strategic words to catch your attention or snare you. Those words are often misleading and not always completely accurate. Words related to the latest food fads are used to quickly grab your attention. Combinations of these strategic words could be used to appeal to your desire for good health, such as all-natural, healthy, pure, nut-free, 
dairy-free, gluten-free, and no trans fats. These words are meant to infer that a product is healthy or very good for you. The words are used to create an illusion of health or what is called a health halo. The truth is that you have to actually read the fine print and the ingredient list on the label to determine if the product is actually healthy. Many of these products actually contain harmful additives, chemicals, excess sugars, and unhealthy fats. Just because a product's label says it's healthy or gluten-free or all-natural does not necessarily mean that it's healthy. Important note, gluten-free has become a popular marketing term, and I'll talk about that in just a few minutes. So let's get into the ingredients list. The ingredients list tells you all the ingredients in a packaged food. This list could be in very small print, literally anywhere on the label. Size of print depends on how big the product is and how big the label is. Although sometimes I wonder if the food companies simply don't want you to know what all the ingredients are. Here's what you need to know and what to look for in the ingredients list. Number one, you need to know that items are listed by weight, starting with the ingredients that weigh the most, ending with the ingredients that weigh the least. This tells you that the ingredients at the beginning of the list have the highest quantity, and the ingredients at the end of the list have the lowest quantity. For example, if the first ingredient on the list is sugar, or some derivative of sugar, the product has more sugar by weight than any other ingredient. Red flag, not a healthy product. Another example, if salt is the last ingredient on the list, that indicates there is very little salt in the product by weight compared to the other ingredients. Number two, you need to know that a long list of ingredients could indicate a highly processed product with a lot of additives, depending on what the ingredients are. Number three, you need to know that a very short list of ingredients generally indicates it is a minimally processed product with few additives, depending on what the ingredients are. Number four, look carefully at what the ingredients are. It's a harmful product if sugar and sugar derivatives are listed first or near the start of the list. It's a harmful product if the list contains lots of processed wheat products. It's a harmful product if the list contains lots of long chemical names, names that you can't pronounce or you don't understand. These long names are likely harmful chemicals. They could be a form of hidden sugar or food dyes, preservatives, color enhancers, emulsifiers, or additives to give the product texture or bulk. Number five, look carefully for any food or additive that you might be allergic to. This could include wheat and or gluten, nuts or nut products, or particular herbs or spices if they are specifically listed. So let's talk about confusing names of nutrients. One of the biggest reasons that labels are so confusing is that some nutrients can be listed by many different names, and it's not easy to know what the nutrient names are referring to. In other words, nutrients like salt are not necessarily just called salt. Here are the most common nutrients and their other names. Saturated fat can be listed as bacon, beef fat, butter, chicken fat, cocoa butter, coconut or coconut oil, hydrogenated fats and oils, lard, palm or palm kernel oil, powdered whole milk solids, shortening, suet or tallow. Trans fat can be listed as hard margarine, hydrogenated fats and oils, partially hydrogenated fats and oils, or shortening. Sodium can be listed as baking powder, baking soda, brine, celery salt, disodium phosphate, garlic salt, monosodium glutamate or MSG, 
salt, onion salt, sodium alginate, sodium benzoate, sodium bisulfate, sodium propionate, or soy sauce. Sugar can be listed as brown sugar, cane juice extract, corn syrup, demerara or turbinado sugar, dextrose, evaporated cane juice, fructose, galactose, glucose, glucose fructose, high fructose corn syrup or HFCS, honey, invert sugar, lactose, liquid sugar, maltose, molasses, sucrose, syrup or treacle. That leads us right to hidden sugars. There are more than 60, that's six zero, different names for sugar. I just listed about 20 of them a minute ago. It's very hard to keep up with all the names for sugar because food manufacturers seem to keep coming up with new names. In the ingredients list, start by looking for names of sugar that you are familiar with, such as honey, molasses, coconut sugar, or maple syrup. Here are four other ways to quickly spot the hidden sugars. Number one, look for the words that end in O-S-E, such as fructose, glucose, sucrose, which is table sugar, dextrose, maltose, lactose, etc. Number two, look for the word syrup or nectar, such as high fructose corn syrup, HFCS, rice syrup, agave syrup, agave nectar, malt syrup, etc. Number three, look for names that contain the word sugar, such as confectioner sugar, cane sugar, barley sugar, brown sugar, raw sugar, date sugar, invert sugar, etc. Number four, look for other forms of processed sugars masquerading as fruit or juice or even vegetable, such as fruit juice concentrate, natural fruit sugar, fruit nectar, beet sugar, evaporated cane juice, etc. For further details about hidden sugars, there's a series of episodes you might want to listen to. TSSP 018-021 Hidden Sugars Series. Let's talk about confusion of the ingredients list gray areas. Here's a fact that you might not be aware of, but it's important. It's one of the gray areas. If a food product contains less than 0.5 grams of an ingredient per serving, like sugar or trans fats, it does not have to be listed on the label of the product. I'm going to repeat that because it's really important. If a product contains less than 0.5 grams of an ingredient per serving, it does not have to be listed on the label. The government regulators consider that less than 0.5 grams of a substance is not enough to harm you. The problem is that refined foods are majorly addictive and many people will consume more than one serving or they will eat several different products that contain this low hidden amount of sugar or trans fats. The cumulative amount can add up fast. It can be harmful to your health. While food labels are intended to regulate safety for consumers, it gets very confusing when there are categories of ingredients. This creates gray areas which ultimately become escape clauses for the food manufacturing industry. Because the categories are quite broad and loosely defined, many unexpected ingredients can be added to these categories or lumped together without being listed individually on the label. Here are some examples that are commonly used in manufactured foods. Natural flavors could literally mean anything. It sounds healthy, like it's from nature, but is it? As a consumer, we don't know because there's no clear definition of natural. Is it sugar? Sugar adds flavor and comes from the sugar cane plant. Is it from ground up insects? They're natural, right? Is it a chemical concoction that started out as plant-based but ended up as chemical? Nobody really knows. 
Another one is spices. Spices could also mean just about anything. A variety of spices can be grouped together and simply listed as spices without specifying what those spices are. This could include some wheat, which is sometimes used as a thickening agent in spice mixtures. It could also mean extra forms of salt, such as garlic salt or celery salt. It could mean added sugars that make the spice mixture taste good. It could mean soy sauce that's used as a spice, which most often contains gluten. It could mean ground up peanuts or tree nuts. Artificial flavors is another one. Again, the term artificial is very loose, and who knows if that also includes harmful dyes. Are the flavorings themselves harmful? And the last one that comes to mind is natural colors. Again, it sounds healthy because of the word natural, but what does natural really mean? It could mean coloring derived from refined sugars and syrups, like HFCS, high fructose corn syrup, or molasses. Molasses is very dark. The point is, these are gray areas that we have very little or no information about. Let's talk about the nutrition facts table. When looking at the nutrition facts table, start at the top. Look for the following information. Number one, the serving size. All the info on this table relates to this number, which is one serving. Number two, the calories per one serving. Theoretically, this refers to the amount of energy it will give you per serving. Calorie count alone is not an accurate way to decide if a product is healthy. Just because something is low calorie does not make it healthy. The calories could be from an unhealthy source, such as high fructose corn syrup, too much unhealthy fat, or harmful chemicals that often don't have calories. Prime example, zero calorie soft drinks, no calories and full of harmful chemicals. Number three, information regarding the core nutrients. Fat, saturated fat, trans fat, cholesterol, sodium or salt, carbohydrates, fiber, sugars, protein, calcium in milligrams, iron in milligrams, potassium in milligrams. Number four, total sugars. New regulations. Sugars are to be listed as a percent daily value under the carbohydrates category. Number five, the percent daily value or percent DV. A scale of zero to 100% per serving is used for the nutrients. 15%, that's one five percent DV or more per serving is a lot. 5% DV or less per serving is a small amount. Use the information on the nutrition facts table as a tool to choose products with higher amounts of important nutrients which your body needs, fiber, protein, calcium, iron, potassium. Avoid products with high amounts of nutrients that are not healthy for you. These are the ingredients that you probably need to limit in your diet anyway. Sugar, saturated fat, trans fats, which is very toxic, cholesterol, and sodium. So let's talk about gluten-free products. Gluten is a protein found in wheat and wheat-related grains, rye, and barley. Celiac disease is a very real health issue. Foods containing gluten are a major health problem for people who have been diagnosed with celiac disease. Celiac disease is when gluten causes inflammation in the small intestine, damaging the intestine and impairing the body's ability to absorb nutrients from food. A gluten-free diet is the recognized treatment for celiac disease. 
If you're a celiac or have gluten sensitivity, then of course you absolutely need to pay attention to the term gluten-free on food labels. The words gluten-free are used liberally and are aimed at more than just people who have celiac. They are used everywhere in food marketing because so many people think that gluten-free means that it must be healthy. In truth, it does not necessarily mean a product is healthy. Some gluten-free products are healthy and some gluten-free products are very unhealthy. Very often, when gluten is removed, sugar or unhealthy fats are added to make the product taste good. The key here is that you have to read the fine print on the labels to know what's in the product so you can determine if it's healthy or not. Many gluten-free, highly refined foods have very little or no nutritional value and actually cause health issues. Let me explain. A high number of gluten-free products are highly refined and they are high glycemic. This means that they are made of highly processed ingredients that digest very quickly and cause blood sugar spiking and crashing, also known as the blood sugar roller coaster. This roller coaster effect forces the body to produce excess insulin, which is very unhealthy. It causes cravings and results in major health issues including obesity, diabetes, inflammation, fatty liver, high cholesterol, acid alkaline imbalance, joint issues, digestive issues, and more. When a person's diet is full of highly refined foods, like many of the gluten-free refined foods, they are missing out on healthy foods that contain vitamins and minerals that are needed for optimal health. So let's talk about related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. There is one related series that you might want to go back and listen to. It is TSSP 018-021 Hidden Sugars series. Here's the one minute recap. In this episode, I talked about how food labeling regulations may vary in different countries. I talked about food with labels versus foods without labels. Then we got into why understanding food labels is so important. And then I talked about the marketing of refined food products, the ingredients list, and the confusing names of nutrients. We also talked about hidden sugars, confusion of the ingredients list gray areas, and the nutrition facts table. Finally, we talked about gluten-free products and related episodes of the Sugar Switch podcast. Here's the bottom line. It's always much better to have a dietary lifestyle that is 90%, that's 90%, real nutrient-dense foods, not a dietary lifestyle that depends upon packaged and refined fast foods. Even so, there are occasional times when you might need to buy a packaged food, and it's super important to understand what the food label is telling you about the product. There are many reasons why understanding food labels is important and the biggest reason is so that you can make informed choices about what you put into your body. The food you choose to consume on a daily basis has a huge impact on your overall health and your longevity. Your health matters. Your health is the cornerstone of everything you do. There's a lot of information in this episode, so you might want to have it in written form for future reference. There are two ways you can do that. Number one, you can join the Sugar Switch Podcast Transcript Library, where you have access to PDF format of all podcast episodes, including this one. Just go to thesugarswitch.com forward slash order forward slash TSSP dash TRANSCR dash LIBRARY one forward slash. 
Or the second option is you can download a copy of my complimentary ebook, Switch It Up with Grocery Shopping Finesse, a handy guide to getting the best value for your dollar when you're grocery shopping, including understanding food labels. Go to kathyorman.ca forward slash healthy dash shopping forward slash. That's C-A-T-H-Y-O-R-M-O-N dot C-A forward slash healthy dash shopping forward slash. The Sugar Switch podcast is the only weekly, short, sweet, and to-the-point podcast program that switches things up to give you a different perspective on sugar, nutrition, and your health. You'll always find every episode on our podcast website, thesugarswitchpodcast.com, and on Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, Blueberry, Google Podcasts, Podcast Index, and on Android. I invite you to join the Facebook group, Sugar Switch with Kathy. It's a public group where you'll find interesting info, support and you can get your questions answered. Go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash sugar switch with Kathy forward slash. Until next time, go on out there and live the sweet life without refined foods and sugar. Bye for now. Thank you for joining Kathy on the Sugar Switch podcast. If you would like to be free of sugar and relentless cravings, increase your energy all day, every day, reverse pre-diabetes, and totally avoid serious health issues like diabetes, inflammation, and heart and stroke issues, Kathy Orman would love to connect with you. Find out how the Sugar Switch system can help you be the healthiest you can be. Contact Kathy Orman at www.thesugarswitchpodcast.com. Tune in next week for more great info on the Sugar Switch Podcast. And we'd love it if you'd submit a review for the Sugar Switch Podcast. Thanks for tuning in.